Hi friends, if you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life, we must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness because playing small doesn't serve anyone. Hi, Mac. So listeners, today I'm thrilled to have Mac Edwards on our show. Mac is a business coach who has the most amazing group of coaches who he supports and mentors on Facebook, among other things. Hi, Mac. Hi. I am really blessed and honored to be on your show today. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. The honor is mine. Tell me a little bit about what lead you to becoming a business coach? Was this your first career move or was this a a pivot or a change in your life? It was definitely a pivot. It was totally by accident, but apparently everybody saw it before I did. And I was about to launch a totally different business, but the lockdown happened I couldn't get flights out of the UK and I delayed the trip thinking they were going to lift all the embargoes and there were still restrictions in place. And I thought, what am I going to do? And someone just mentioned in passing, why don't you just be a business coach? That's what you do all the time. And I'm thinking, a business coach? Never clicked in my mind. So as soon as I got home, I quickly Googled business coach. (laughs) Well, that is me to the T. So I registered for a course and I ran through that course. Was supposed to last, was it about four to six months? I did it in a month. I was all the assignments, all the work, the projects you had to carry out. I did everything so much because I was just eager to get in. So that's how I, I stumbled into it. But when I told people about it, they just thought, Duh, that's what you always do, you know, so so that's how I got into business coaching. That's wonderful. So it felt like coming home a little bit, right? Because yes, finally, I'm doing what I love to do. It definitely did. It's almost like this was what I was born to do. It gives me so much joy and pleasure just doing it, waking up every morning. I'm excited to get to my desk and get working. So this came about from the pandemic, right? From COVID? totally as a result of the pandemic. I had drawn up a business plan for another project. I was going to launch and this happened. So I had to quickly put together a new business plan and try to think, okay, so what's my vision? What do I need to do? And that's how it all kind of came about. It's funny the way this pandemic really has made a shift in so many people's lives, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I've seen it over and over again. So many people have actually decided to rather than let life dictate to them what they should be they've decided that listen I'm just going to live my life there's something I've kept on the back burner for many years I've not wanted to do it now is a great time to do it yes yes definitely it's in focusing on what really matters absolutely describe your coaching style or your method do you have a certain way of coaching that you could describe to us I think two words I would use one is visionary and the other is systematic. Visionary in terms of, 
I'm not into this for the short term. I'm always trying to figure out where do you want to take your coaching to? Where do you want to take your business to? Decide that first, then decide what your next step should be to help you achieve your goal. But I'm also systematic. Um, I often tell people that business coaching is not about me coming into your business and telling you what to do. It's understanding the challenges that you're facing, the resources that you have available, and what are the next steps you need to begin to take to help you achieve the goal that you have in front of you. So I'm very much, when I talk, when I'm with clients, I'm passionate, I'm enthusiastic because of the vision. But at the same time, I've got my business mindset on and I'm trying to deal with the challenges you know, not just overcome the immediate problem, but also look ahead at the problems that could occur in the next three, six, or even a year's time. You look ahead and the energy in your coaching and your passion in the business is so obvious, is palpable. What is the one thing you believe is the biggest challenge that coaches deal with, that thing that stops them? There are two challenges. One external, the industry. The industry It's unregulated. So there is so many messages that create a false impression about building a business. Yes. What is missing is they give the impression that you only need to do one, two, three things and boom, you've achieved the million, the six, seven figure business you want. A business takes time to build. Nobody builds a business for six months. A business will last, you know, I was in mergers and acquisition and any business that was less than 10 years old had lesser value from an acquisition point of view. Because after 10 years, you've gone through the ups and downs, you've gone through a recession, you've lost clients, gained clients, you've recruited people, you've lost people. So you've gone through all of those things. And if you're still standing, then you're a good business. But many in the industry create this impression that you could build a six-figure business after you've done your training with no business experience. And that's what causes so many people to invest so much and lose and be disappointed. That's the external factor. The internal factor, like you said, coaches deal with limiting beliefs. And one of the things I can't, I face quite a lot with coaches is that lack of confidence because they might have the tools to coach and they might be great coaches. They love the one-on-one, the interpersonal relationships that they have with one another. But because they don't have the experience or the knowledge to back them up, it affects their confidence in their approach. So those are the two main challenges that I find many coaches currently have. Yeah. And I'm going to backtrack a little bit on what you said about the idea that you become a coach and you will be making that six or seven figure right away. There's so many ads on that. And you know what? It's appealing. And you fall into that trap of, I'm going to sign up for that $5,000 course or even $1,500 course. You know, maybe you don't have over $1,000 to put on a course. It's going to be three weeks. And it's promising you bells and whistles. And yes, they might point out a few coaches that actually make it. But if thousands are joining and you can only name a few that are making it, there might be something wrong with that picture, right? So adding some system to the whole thing and really creating a plan that will be sustainable long-term. 
that's the key word, sustainable. What you don't want to do is invest your life saving in a business venture. And after six months, maybe you had a couple of great months, but after six months, you're like, I don't know where to go. It's not sustainable. And you've got to grow the business. Don't worry about starting small. Take it one step at a time. Build it. Get confident, uh, comfortable with it. Have your structures in place. Build relationships with clients, with even your peers that can help you get there. But if you want to get into coaching and make it and be a millionaire in six months, I'm sorry, I do a lot of research as part of my work as a business coach as well. And often when I see other people advertise, I did from 3,000 to 3 million in, you know, in so many days. I go back to their history and try and find out how long have they been in business? How many businesses have they closed to get to where they are? And many have been in business for many, many years. I came across a story that was really amusing. Uh, this coach advertised that I do 2 million in revenues. And in the UK, if you're a limited company, your company finances are publicly available. So it took me less than a minute to go and find out what their revenue was. And I thought, there's nothing in, except they're doing something that is wrong, but there's nothing in the company house registry that indicates you're even doing 100,000. But then I read a small print somewhere hidden on the website that said that the numbers quoted are aspirational. They are not to be taken literally. So when you say you've gone for three, you know, from a couple of thousand to two million, what you're saying is that's an aspirational goal. That's not what you're actually delivering. That's not right. There's a lot of play in the words that is used sometimes. Could be discouraging. You know, it takes practice. It takes experience. It takes some failures. I mean, there's so much fear, right, behind failure as if it's a bad thing. My description of failure is information. Failure to me is information. It gives you more than you knew before to look forward. Absolutely. And you cannot succeed effectively if you've not failed. And there's no organization in the world from the biggest to the smallest that hasn't experienced a level of failure. When you fail, you learn from it. It causes you to grow. You have greater stamina and strength from there, you can move to the next level. But if you're afraid of it, then you're never going to take the, the risk required to move your business forward. And sometimes they just don't want to mention it. They don't want to mention the, the failures they had. They just want yeah. to highlight the good. And it's just not giving us the complete picture. And we should Absolutely. have the, the entire information. Absolutely. Is there anything about your business or coaching in general as an industry that you would like to change? So either personally or in general? I think with the industry, the obvious one is I would like to pull down every false misleading ads about coaching. I would like to, if you could get rid of that overnight, you would change the whole industry because many of the people that come into coaching do it out of the sincerity of their hearts. They love people. They've been through something they don't want anybody else to go through. So they want to impart that knowledge and support to enable other people overcome the challenges that they face. But they're failing to do that because of many of the misinformation that is out there in the industry. So if there's one thing I'd like to change, 
is take all of that out. You know, no other industry does it. The legal profession don't do it. The, you know, the counselors and therapists, they don't do it. The accountants, nobody, no provider of services in any industry does what you find in coaching. You're so right. For me is I would like people to recognize it and give it the value and importance that it has because so many people in the academic field, doctors, engineers, whatever you might name, they don't really recognize it because it's not a regulated industry. And I'd like to somehow, maybe once it gets more regulated, highlight the importance of it because there's different paths of getting help and support and guidance. Coaching should be one of them. Do you not agree? Absolutely. Totally agree with you. And I think the more authentic, genuine coaches like yourself, I've listened to a few of your podcasts, thoroughly enjoyed it. And when we get to a position where a lot more of people like you do what you're doing, then I think people start giving it the credibility that it definitely is entitled to. Coaching is amazing. And sometimes people have this perception that, You only need coaching when you're failing. And that is a wrong perception. Coaching is not just for when things go bad. You know, simply having someone to support you, to give you a different perspective, to get you to see things in a different light, my goodness, it can change and get you to your destination much more faster. So if you want to climb to a much higher level, get a coach. I have been coached. I encourage everybody to be coached because there's so much value you get from coaching. Absolutely. I. It's interesting. I didn't always know about the field myself. I heard about coaching, I'm going to say about maybe four or five years ago. And that's what grabbed an interest in me because I always liked psychology and human behavior and, and all of that. Yeah. Tell me what do you personally still struggle with as a coach? We all have something that we have to work on to improve and become better in general. As a business coach, what do you feel that you have to almost coach yourself through? Mine is so obvious. I'm impatient. Really? I don't I see am, that in you. I am impatient. And one of the things I have to remind myself is don't expect to achieve all you want to achieve in a day, in a week, in a month, or even a year. Give yourself time to grow. I never look back at what I've done. I'm constantly looking at what I want to do. And because I was talking to someone this morning, we were talking about opportunities and ideas. And I thought, I have so many ideas. There's so many things I want to do. And I wish I could do everything. Mm. And that's my frustration. And that is something I've gone into coaching sessions and said, listen, you know, my struggle is I'm impatient. I want things to happen now. I don't want anything to happen. I want to keep building and building and building. So to that, I want to ask you, do you do you build on the same thing? Or is it that you, I mean, I'm a little bit of what I'm describing now. So I have one idea and I want to work on that idea. But then I get this idea, which is not necessarily aligns with this idea. And I want to do that too. So is that a little bit of what's happening with you? You have different ideas that are not related or you have a lot of ideas on something that you want to achieve? It's both. (laughs) 
It's both. I have ideas that will take me out of the core services that I'm currently providing. Those ideas I tend to park because I know if I was to go and create something else, in addition to my business consulting and coaching business, in addition to the practice book coaching, that will take more of my energy and my time and my resources. So I tend to pack those ideas. They're there for the future. The ideas I tend to work and implement tend to be ideas that can grow practice sports coaching and inspire business coaching. How do you deal with stress when you're overwhelmed and stressed? I love movies. Um, because they take me into a different dimension that allows me to just relax and laugh and just de-stress. I love watching Korean movies, Korean programs. I absolutely, you will see me, I'll be watching the TV, I'll be laughing my guts out. And it's (laughs) subtitled, I don't speak a word of Korean, but I love the culture. I was watching a series produced in Mexico um, this week and it made me laugh. I always try and make sure I have time time to not think about work and just totally unwind and what I've always done is either go to the cinemas when they were open in the UK they've been shut for over a year but now thank God to online streaming and Netflix and whatnot I can just relax at home and unwind and when I get to a point in my day when I shut down I shut down I commit myself not to work on Saturdays and Sundays and Saturdays and Sundays Saturday's my lazy day I stay in bed as long as I want and just relax and laugh and entertain myself and you know do stuff with the family that's good you're repairing and replenishing that's what I call it the the two RRs which I have to work on I'm going to take some of that advice from you and yes TV can be a great release to decompress find something you love that can just allow you to breathe and take that burden and worry and concern out of the equation. I'm a big believer in planning, but to plan, you need to step out and look at your business. In business coaching, we say, you know, don't just work in your business, work on your business. To work on your business means taking a, a, a different perspective. Look at your business from afar. Where do you want it to go? Is it going in that direction? If it's not, what do you need to change? But if you're constantly trying to, oh, I've got to get a new client, or I've got to do this, got to send this email, got to manage social media, and you don't take time out to look at the direction your business is going, you'll find that you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, but you're not growing and it's not delivering the results you want. Wow, I agree. I'm taking all these nuggets of advice. I'm going to use them. You're so right. It's really stepping, almost stepping out of the picture to really see the complete picture. Absolutely. If you could give one good, solid advice to the listeners about coaching, what would it be? Get a coach. Um, If you're doing well, get a coach. If you're struggling, get a coach. If you want to move to another level, get a coach. Get someone that will be on your side. One of the things that people who work with me love the most, I am their champion. I am the person that they can come and be open to and go, Mac, I'm struggling. Mac, I'm not, you know, even literally just before I came on onto your show today, The question I was dealing with is, I've got these issues. What do I do? And a coach is someone that is just there for you. It's the person that supports you, that believes in you, and whose motives is not just to get 
the retainer from you, but the motive is to see you achieve your goals and your objective. You know, so my number one advice to anyone is find someone that believes in you and is ready to support you on your journey to achieve your goals. That's great. That really is. It's shining a light on having a coach is really someone that is going to be celebrating you cheering you on, not just guiding you, but also celebrating your success and helping you achieve it. Lovely, really fantastic. What a great chat. I like always ending with a couple of rapid questions. Happiness to me is fill in the blank. Happiness to me is being fulfilled in whatever I do. Um, I was telling, I've got two older daughters and I, I was telling them that Life is not just about paying bills. If the entirety of your life is focused on, I want to pay bills, you will always be running after that. You'll never find, but find something that gives you that sense of fulfillment, that sense of purpose, that sense, you know, I'm a great believer that we were all born or created for something specific. There's a value every one of us have that the moment we begin to employ ourselves in that area, we find our sense of purpose and that gives us fulfillment. And there's nothing more I love doing that. If you gave me a billion pounds today, that would not make me happy. That would, yes, I'll buy 10 houses. I can only stay in one at a time. I'll have 50 cars, but I can only drive one at a time. I'll have the biggest bed, but I'm only six foot tall and I can only sleep on one But find that thing that gives you fulfillment. You'll always have a smile. Even in the midst of challenges, that thing will always give you a smile. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, it's it's a reason to get up in the morning. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. It's very, it's interesting. Your description is very similar to mine because I've had discussions with my husband about what if we win lotto? What would you do? And I said, I would still work in something that I, that is fulfilling and empowering for me. You need to just do more than just buy things or do things. You need to do also for others, a sense of purpose, like you said before. Yes. The second one, the world needs more of. The world needs more of compassion. There's so many things that divide us because we all have our own perspective on things. And just because I don't agree with you doesn't make you my enemy. Just because I disagree with you doesn't mean that I cannot support you, that I cannot help you out. And there's so many people in the world today that are struggling in so many different ways. And each one of us have the power to help someone. There's someone out there that you can help. And the lack of empathy and compassion has just caused the world to just move in a direction that, you know, another thing that gives me, apart from finding the thing that gives me fulfillment, another thing that really gives me that buzz, that feeling of like, yes, is when I am there for someone. That is just something that, as a coach, many coaches do it. You will 
offer your services free of charge. Yes. Some will go, that's a terrible idea, that's a bad idea. But what they need to understand as coaches, we are very compassionate people. We are just want to get down and, and see someone rise up, you know. So I think the world could benefit from being more compassionate. Absolutely. I would like to be remembered for. I would like to be remembered for the value and impact I have on people's lives. I was talking to a friend of mine that I haven't spoken to for a couple of years now. She called me two days ago and she said, I've known her for nearly 30 years. And she said, I remember something you said to me in 1993. I do not recall the conversation. I do not remember the set of circumstances. But for someone that I haven't spoken to in at least 18 months, say, I remember what you said to me, you know, in 1993, and that had an impact on me, and I'll never forget it. To me, that is life. You know, forget about what I have. I want to be remembered for value and impact. Wow. So powerful. So, so very wonderful. You made an impact forever in her life. Yes. So important. Thank you so much for this, Mac. This was amazing. Really such a wonderful conversation. Thank you for the generosity of spending time with us and opening up and giving us all that wealth of information. Please tell the followers where they can find you, your Facebook groups and all your services. Okay. My company is called Inspire Business Coaching Limited. It's based in the UK. Um, The website is inspirebusinesscoach.com. You'll be able to find details about me. We also have uh, a group designed for new and aspiring coaches. So if you're a new or aspiring coach and you want to get support and you want to learn about coaching, then we'd invite you to join. The group is called Practice Pots Coaching, and that can be found at facebook.com slash groups slash practice parts coaching. We have a group coaching program that is due to kick off on Wednesday the 24th. So if you're interested, come. We want to help you get your first set of clients. It's called First Five, and it's a challenge to help you get five paying clients within a 90-day period. So it's not a gimmick. It's about giving you the tools and the resources, but having the group support there to enable you achieve your goals as well. That's wonderful. I'm going to be on that on Wednesday. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Mac, again for your time. Okay. This was so wonderful. I cannot thank you enough. Bye. If you feel you've lost yourself, your voice, your power, I'm Evelyn Glick. My mission, my passion is to guide you and support you into stepping into your light, healing and growing into the fullest expression of who you are. Managing the most important relationship of all, the relationship you have with yourself, and then expanding that knowledge and strengthening the relationships around you. Let's change that story. You do not have to play small. Let's crush those limiting beliefs. And finally, step into your greatness. You do not have to do this alone. If this resonates with you, please reach out. It's your life. It's time.